0: Welcome to South London Hardcore, I'm Joe McEnroy, Steve Walsh, my co-host. As, Hello. As always. This week's episode is a bit of a one-off. We did a pub quiz at the Ivy House uh, a couple of weeks ago. Thanks for everyone for coming. And this is the pub quiz, if you'd like to play along at home.
1: It's the home version,
0: isn't it? it very yeah, like much you watch how,
1: how, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Not Do How we, not we, Wants to Be a Millionaire, yeah. because that would be uh, rubbish. Yeah, you watch your was being there, or like you know, back in the day, telly addicts. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. And then you you buy the board game, and you get it home, and there wasn't a million pounds in the box. There wasn't anything like no. There's no prize. There's no prize. But like that. But even better than that, you don't have to go to Argos to get this. Just listen. You know, if you want to get uh, tie-in board games of popular television shows, go to Amazon. Use the the link on the London Hardcore page. They're all going to be there, aren't they?
0: Yeah, whatever you spend, we get 5% and 10% of MP3s. So keep spending the money. We'll, we'll keep the show going. So some listeners probably need to switch off now, Steve, don't they? If you're being honest about it, I don't want to mislead people into listening to a quiz.
1: No, but listen to the quiz, even if you don't necessarily want to play, you'll, you'll learn a lot. Yeah, Just true. trivia, isn't it? Who isn't interested in trivia?
0: So the Ivy House you did a nice little round up about the ivy house steve while we were at the pub um we did record some audio at the pub but it was mostly unusable so i will cut in the first question we'll use the pub version but if you want to hear you know come to the next one yeah there was
1: there were two issues one of, of sound quality in terms of the ambient noise in the pub not being ideal with the acoustics not being ideal for our recording setup and secondly you falling for the old trick of trying to record the top forty, but pausing it to uh, get rid of the DJ or the adverts, mm. and forgetting to unpause it. We've exactly. all done, we've all done it. You're recording then... a TV show, and you're like, "I want to record every episode ever of Dog Canyon and Three Musker Hounds <laughs> on, you know, Wednesday mornings in the summer holidays on ITV." But I don't, want, I don't want the ads, so I will just pause the ads out, and then you just forget to unpause. And yeah. Before you know it, you know, episode thirty-seven, you've wasted uh, most of your summer. Really nice turnout. Ten teams we've got in the end.
0: The prize for the quiz—it was free entry—so the prize was generously donated by Andrew Humphrey, the Tupperware man. The Tupperware man, Tupperwareman.co.uk, the number one salesman for Tupperware in the UK and Ireland.
1: I've got family
0: over there. I know the Irish Tupperware market is <laughs> <It's> no joke. <laughs> so Andrew, uh, yeah, he kindly donated, donated a load of stuff, divided up among the team. You know, Owen Pomeroy came over with a burger press. People had containers. But thanks so much, Andrew. Very kind. As well as that, Andrew has said that all South London Hardcore listeners, for a limited time only, can get free delivery on Tupperware. If you email andrew at tupperwareman.co.uk and quote the code SLHC, which is also on our Twitter, at SLHC, at SLHC on Instagram. We've been moved to Lakeisha's car. So we moved ourselves to Lakeisha's car. I know. To be but fair. it's almost like we couldn't wait there. I just realised that uh, we could be in this mobile studio. Well, neither of us can drive, so it's immobile.
1: We talked about recording the Keisha's car before, didn't we? And it's something like I'm, I'm hugely in favour of.
0: Yeah, it's working out so far.
1: We've recorded in a photo booth and a phone box in recent weeks, so it's just adding to that list of we're just we're tearing up the rulebook in terms of podcasts, and it yeah, it's really, not a big rule book, I mean, rewriting it, you
0: know, it, taping it back together with new words. So they've won all this Tupperware South London Bardcore the winning team but i feel like steve we could give them a little extra prize of plugging their stuff that's a good idea so on the team you've got david white and ricky miller of avery hill publishing averyhillpublishing.com uh click on the shop link obviously you can read mike medallia's seasons which is great in it steve very good you don't even have to be a buddhist to enjoy it but it helps uh, infrastructure's Out by Tim bird Yep. That's on there. Get a couple of prints as well. Loads of great stuff on there. We've recommended it before. I'll go back and listen to our Avery Hill publishing episode. Uh great value the guys. Owen Pomery on the team as well, you'll know from the uh Southern Hogwarts logo. Owenpomery dot com uh between the billboards part six is now out. You can get that from Gosh soon. Needs a
1: restock, huh? Yeah. If Owen's listening, do come in with some copies, please. But you can
0: also order it order it from his website and obviously the first pi- five parts.
1: Nice update from the Avery Hill episode as well. I don't know um, how much we talked about it, but Ricky would have mentioned the fact that he was going to reboot Metroland, his uh, previous um, contribution to the Avery Hill publishing slate. And he's going to be doing that with Julia Shaler, who I work with at GOSH. Um, she's going to be providing the artwork for it. And she was on the team as well. So it was a, a proper
0: Avery Hill-related team. Julia, dot ecouk Prints available. Is it uh, a female Robin leaning up against a wall smoking? Yeah, good one. That's available. Peckham Invalids, That's her? That's her, yeah. First issue of that. And Alistair. Steve, who's that? Alistair Bone, who's uh, Julia's boyfriend.
1: Alistair actually is doing some comics with Julia at the moment. So um, he'll be in print. I don't know if that'll be Avery Hill stuff or uh, a small person that Julia does herself. But, yeah, if you keep an eye on Julia's website, information will be forthcoming.
0: Keep checking our Facebook page, facebook.com slash South London Hardcore, for a summer quiz. We have got someone else coming up.
1: Just mix it up in it. We've you know done the live show generally, done the quiz specifically. Next up, a screening at the New Cross and Deptford Free Film
0: Festival. Once a jolly swagman, which we spoke about in our sport films episode. If you're intrigued by the idea of Dirk Bogard as a speedway rider
1: who becomes seduced by fame and glamour, and how could you not be? You know, it's a, tr- a tough film to track down, isn't it? You know, it's not not one that turns up on the telly a lot. You're not going to no. find it in. Blockbuster video. You're not going to find a Blockbuster video, so get yourself down to Cafe One Seven Eight on New Cross Road.
0: Yeah, right at the top at uh, New Cross Gate, uh, a couple of doors down from the White Hart. Thursday, May the first.
1: Be kicking off about seven forty-five. But if you get down for about seven, yeah. get yourself something to eat, grab we'll a be drink after six seven. Club, yeah, we'll, we'll, be. Be, we'll be setting up. Good
0: so. drinks, good food. Uh, Free we'll entry. Be knocking around, talking. Yeah, exactly. Free entry to see. Um, a feature film, yeah, and it's and an amazing footage of Newcross. There, there is no better footage of the Newcross Speedway Stadium than in that film.
1: And to put it in perspective, you know my mate Andrew went to the cinema the other day to see Captain America Two, the Winter Soldier. Got to Leicester Square, and fair enough, it's Leicester Square and it's a big cinema and it's a big new film. They charged him nineteen quid. He didn't go in because you don't do. You? You're not paying nineteen pounds no. to see a film. Pay nothing. Come to see the film that we're showing as part of the New and for Free Film Festival. Keep it on the website. We'll be putting up the full programme because there's plenty of other good stuff on as well.
0: First round is sport. Get out of the way, Steve, as you said, on the night. It's the one where, you know, I love a
1: sport round, at a quiz. But Me a too. People, you get groans, though, definitely. You do get groans. So get it out of the way early and people can start having fun
0: after that. Question one, where did Dunwich Hamlet play their home games? Question two, Crystal Palace are known as the Eagles now, but what was their former nickname? Question three, who is the current Millwall manager? Uh, bear in mind that it's March 2014. <laughs> you know, people are doing this it's in true, year's yeah, time. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, people have this probably been, this, people they? been yeah. sort
1: of looking at this in like 2052, mm.
0: sort of going, Millwall? I need to put a pub quiz on. They've got any questions about South London? Have I? <laughs> Question four, which South London football team was founded in 1888 and dissolved in 1949? Question five, Who has played the most matches at Wimbledon? That's Wimbledon tennis, and we're not going to be saying whether they're male or female. Question 6. Which county cricket team plays its home matches at the Oval? Question 7. Which former Chicago Bulls basketball player appears on the £5 note of the Brixton Pound? Question 8. Frank Bruno was known for his catchphrase, You know what I mean, Arry. Who was the Arry he was talking to? Question nine, which South London venue was used to host Olympic cycling in 1948? And question ten, what was the name of the new cross-born wrestler who was known as the rugged South London tough guy? So round
1: two is film and television. Ten more questions. Question one, what was Charlie Chaplin's first feature-length film called? Question two, Michael Caine has been nominated for an Oscar six times, but how many has he won? Question three. Which Dulwich-born actor was nominated for an Oscar as Best Supporting Actor for his role in Rob Roy? Question four. What was the name of Gary Oldman's directorial debut? Question five. Who is the only South London-born actor to have played James Bond? Question six. How many stories higher did Sean Locke live in his Woolworth-based sitcom? Question seven. What is the name of Gary Oldman's sister, who is also an actor? Question eight. In Desmond's, what did Desmond do for a living? Question nine. Boris Karloff was born in Honor Oak and made his name as Frankenstein's monster on the big screen. But what was the name of the Lewisham-born actress who played the bride of Frankenstein? In question ten. What film was
0: Oliver Reed making when he died? Round three is a music round samples, covers and interpolations. You'll hear five snippets from songs and for each one we want to know the original South London artist that uh, wrote or recorded the song and the artist that covered or sampled it.
1: Or took an interpolation from it. Exactly.
0: We don't need the name of the song. Number one... Number two, I don't
1: care about your good girls, just be good to me. Ooh.
0: Number three. four. Hold it now. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you'll go that depth jam right about now.
0: Number five. Some light on the light Hope me with the shade. So make yourself a drink now. Go and have a beer. Or, I don't know, it depends on the time of days, doesn't it, I suppose?
1: Next round is a more conventional music round. Just questions that we want answers to. Ten questions again. Question one. What was the name of David Bowie's backing band during his Ziggy Stardust phase? Question two. What was the name of the musical that the Lambeth Walk first appeared in? Question three. Which Tina Turner single had a video that was shot in the Riverley Ballroom in Broccoli? Question four. Blur formed while at Goldsmiths College in New Cross, but what was the name of their debut album? Question five, what was the name of the Bromley-born and Brixton-raised lead singer of X-Ray Specs? Question six, So Solid Crew had a number one single with 21 seconds. Name any one of their other singles. Question seven, which Wimbledon-born rapper teamed up with Dougie Fresh on the show and Lardy Dardy? Question 8. Which song by the Rolling Stones had its recording in Olympic studio in Barnes, filmed as part of a Jean-Luc Godard documentary? Question 9. Ed Simons from Hearn Hill is one half of which electronica duo? Question 10. Who was the drummer in Cream? So let's round up next. First question is supplied by Andrew Humphrey, who also supplied the prizes for the uh, winning team. Yeah, Andrew was really upset he couldn't make it to the quiz, so I offered him the chance to supply a guest question. He wrote the Wikipedia entry for the New Kent Road, so he's particularly informed on that area mm. of South London. And this is the question that he supplied for us for our literature round.
0: I just thought of a nice gift we could get for Andrew, Steve. Oh, yeah? Customised Tupperware, yeah? Like a container that says, sorry, I'm fresh. <laughs> That would be quality. Or maybe we could collaborate
1: on it. Yeah. Let's make it happen. So question one. A small garden area on the New Kent Road has the following quote from a Charles Dickens novel inlaid into the path. And the quote is, A little change and a glimpse of life out of doors may be useful in helping you to know your own mind. Which novel does that quote come from? Question two. Which Shakespeare play references a wooden O in its prologue? possibly in reference to the newly opened Globe Theatre, where it may have had its debut performance? Question formed of many, many qualifications. (laughs) Question three, what was the name of the inn that the Pilgrims start from in the Canterbury Tales? Question four, which Dulwich-born author had a seven that was secret and a five that was famous? Question five, who wrote The Ballad of Peckham Rye? Question 6. Which Sherlock Holmes novel features Pondicherry Lodge, Norwood? Question 7. What was the name of Mark Perry and Danny Baker's legendary punk zine? Question 8. Which South London school can boast P.G. Woodhouse and Raymond Chandler as alumni? Question 9. Which Catford born comedian made his debut as a novelist with Stark? And question ten, which weekly sci-fi comic had its nerve centre in King's Reach Tower?
0: Round six is another audio round. You'll hear five voices uh, of famous South Londoners name them. Number one.
1: I spent most of my youth in South London until well into my thirties at different houses. But It's a very vivid area. It's, uh, it's never dull, it's always changing. It has a tremendous vibrancy that very few parts of the country would understand.
0: Number two. You just have to get on with it, you know, being professional and that, you know? You just, uh, there's not much sentiment in it. We're, we're sad to see him go, but, you know, there's, there's another game on Saturday and that's what you've got to be thinking about. Number three. I live in Dubai
1: now, as you know, I've decided to be an ethnic minority in some other bogus country. I'm now going to come back and probably be an ethnic minority in my own bloody country in future.
0: Number four.
1: Oh, my goodness. Oh, dear, oh, dear. I very nearly didn't get here. thank you. My cat, be careful of that, my dear. It's very precious. Oh, well, here we are at last. I nearly forgot to leave out the milk for my cat.
0: Number five. So I'd like to propose a toast to my beautiful bride. No measure of time with you will be long enough. Let's start with forever. Round 7, science. Where is the Michael Faraday Memorial? Question 2, which Newington slash Woolworth born inventor designed a difference engine which is seen as a precursor to the modern computer? Question 3, who is the South London born inventor of the World Wide Web? Question 4. Which Wimbledon-based computer games company is responsible for the Tomb Raider series of games? Question 5. Which is the tallest hospital in the world? Question 6. Which South London museum replaced its iconic walrus with a giraffe for a bit last year? Question 7. Where in South London is the Prime Meridian? Question 8. What type of creature is the Cabwell Beauty? Question 9. Where in South London did the world's first cat show take place in 1891? And question 10. What was the name of the dog who found the Jules Rimet trophy in Norwood when it was stolen? Jules Rimet trophy being at the World Cup.
1: And our final round was a bit of a tribute to the Ivy House as a venue itself. If you have a look at their website, it gives you the sort of potted history of the place. And the more recent history is quite interesting in that it was sold to developers and due to be turned into flats, but some resourceful locals managed to jump in at the last minute and get the interior listed for its distinctive wood panelling. This meant that the developers could do anything they wanted to as long as they didn't disturb the interior wood panelling, well, which meant they couldn't that... do anything. Yeah. <laughs> so it's quite a brilliant uh, stroke that sort of ground their plans to a halt. And then the same group organised themselves to raise enough money to buy back the uh, property from the developers who obviously sold it for a song because they couldn't do anything with it and turned it back into a pub but it's London's first cooperatively owned pub so it's been listed as an asset of community value it was purchased under uh, sort of uh, community group purchase rights laws so it's, it's just been sort of a complete process of innovation in terms of reinventing how a local community group is going to protect local assets. They're going to invest in it and turn it into something of of value and and of use to the community.
0: It was nice as well to to arrive and there'd be a load of people there unrelated to the quiz. It was Mother's Day and there were people having meals, you know, just people in there drinking. So it wasn't just a case of like, we want to keep this pub open you know, for ourselves. It actually is a community asset, and it was full of community people, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, they're really good at organising activities and events in the pub as well. Before we came on stage, they had a guy just playing classical guitar, sort of serenading people while they ate their uh, Mother's Day Sunday lunch. It was a really nice vibe to it. But the Ivy House also has an important place in people's hearts because there was a time in the seventies, in particular, where it was quite an important destination on the pub rock circuit. It was, you know, a significant musical venue. We talked about it on our Nunhead episodes, mm. and at I'll the wish time it was closed. Yeah, yeah, you know, in the blurb for the episode, I described as a defunct entertainment hotspot. So for our final round, we thought it'd be nice to have an additional music round. The answer to each of these questions is a musical act that has performed at the Ivy House. So question one, which bespectacled singer-songwriter had hits with Oliver's Army and watching The Detectives? Question two, who replaced Eric Clapton in The Yardbirds? Question three, who has been a member of The Clash, The Pogues and The Mescaleros? Question four, who had a backing band called The Blockheads? Question five: Which pub rock band were the subjects of a film by Julian Temple called *Oil City Confidential*?
0: Right. So I hope you finished up with all your answers. Grab another beer and uh, goes really on a, a quicker playing pace. Playing the pub quiz. Yeah. This quiz. I imagine people taking their iPod to the pub with them and doing it alone. <laughs> but no, we'll go through the answers now, eh, Steve? Feel free to use any of these uh, questions for your own quizzes. Yeah,
1: Or get us in as Chris masters Yeah
0: you know. Do that instead Round 1 Sport Where did Dallajamnick play their own games? Champion Hill Mishy on the night uh, Said that we could only accept Champion Hill Stadium Edgar away, But He said that uh, Champion Hill was the name of a road In Campbell. But I think that's pushing it Mishy I think <laughs> Champion Hill's fine Number 2 Crystal Palace are known as the Eagles, now, what was their former nickname? The Glaziers, which I wouldn't have got. Oh, would you not? No. Question three, who is the current Millwall manager, Ian Holloway?
1: As we stand now in 2014, who knows what the future holds.
0: Question four, which South London football team was founded in 1888 and dissolved in 1949, none head FC? Question five, who has played the most matches at Wimbledon? Martina Navratilova with 326. Question six, which county cricket team plays its home matches at the Oval? Surrey County Council. Surrey County. <laughs> <laughs> Surrey, uh, what's it, Surrey County Cricket Club? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Surrey. We'll like accept Surrey. <laughs> so you wouldn't have got four marks on our quiz. I would have got Surrey. <laughs> Question seven. Which former Chicago Bulls basketball player appears on the £5 note of the Brixton Pound? That's Lao Deng. Question 8. Frank Bruno was known for his catchphrase. You know what I mean, Harry. Who was the Harry he was talking about? Harry Carpenter. Question 9. Which South London venue was used to host Olympic cycling in 1948? Hen Velodrome. And question 10. What was the name of the New Cross-born wrestler who was known as the rugged South London tough guy? He's in the South Island Harker Hall of Fame, Mick McManus. So the film and TV round now. Question one, what was Charlie Chaplin's first
1: feature-length film called? The Kid. Question two, Michael Caine has been nominated for an Oscar six times, but how many has he won? He's won two. He won for Hannah and Her Sisters and Cider House Rules. Question three, which Dulwich born actor was nominated for an Oscar as Best Supporting Actor for Rob Roy? Tim Roth. Question four, what was the name of Gary Oldman's directorial debut? Nil by mouth. Question five, who is the only South London-born actor to have played James Bond? It's Roger Moore. Question six, how many stories high did Sean Locke live in his Woolworth-based sitcom? 15 stories high. Question seven, what is the name of Gary Oldman's sister, who is also an actor? She's called Layla Morse, or we would have accepted Maureen Oldman. Question eight. In Desmond's, what did Desmond do for a living?
0: He was a barber. I, we also accept he cut hair. Well, and someone else break. put hairdresser. And one person put carpenter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Question nine. Boris Karloff was born in Honor Oak and made his name as Frankenstein's monster on the big screen. But what was the name of the Lewisham-born actress who played the bride of Frankenstein? That was Elsa Lanchester.
0: I think on the night I might have ticked Elsa Lancaster on someone's which is not correct but by the time I realised it's too late and I don't you know the winning team won by about five points yeah
1: question ten what film was Oliver Reed making when he died
0: he was making Gladiator round three's music round yeah number one was David Bowie Heroes as covered by Oasis number two was the Clash, with Guns of Brixton, covered by uh, sampled by Fatboy Slim, in uh, Beats International. Is that what it was called?
1: That's right.
0: Be good to me. that be good to me. So the answers were The Clash and Beats International. Beats International. Number three is Susie and the Banshees' Happy House, interpolated by The Weekend or Weekend. Never been quite sure how to pronounce it. If I'm a huge fan, House of Balloons. So Susan the Banshees, The Weekend. Number four was originally La Di by
1: Dougie Fresh
0: and Slick Rick, or MC Ricky Dears, it was at the time, and sampled by Beastie Boys. And number five was Squeeze, covered by the Shins. Goodbye, Girl. Which there was one team, and they were sort of—I don't mean they would realised it was a South London quiz. They were like, "We're not from here." The guy seemed quite upset about it when I came over to get his answer sheet, like annoyed, like I'd put that like, he was put out. And he, he was the only one that got the shins. So, <laughs> and then our more conventional
1: music round: ten questions, ten answers.
0: Question one: What was the name of David Bowie's band during his Ziggy Stardust phase? The spiders from Mars. Question two. What was the name of the musical that The Lambeth Walk appeared in? Me and My Girl. Question three. Which Tina Turner music video was filmed at the Rivoli Ballroom in Brockley? That was obviously Private Dancer. Obviously. Obviously. Question four. Blur filmed while at Goldsmiths College in New Cross. What was the name of their debut album? Leisure. Question five. What was the name of the Bromley-born and Brixton-raised lead singer of X-Ray Specs? Polystyrene. Question six. So Solid a number one hit with 21 seconds. Name any of their other singles. You could have had Oh No, brackets, sentimental things. Uh, that was backed with Dilemma by the look of it. They Don't Know, Haters, Ride With Us, Broken Silence, So Grimy, or Since You Went Away from 2010. That one got to number 82. Number seven. Which Wimbledon born rapper teamed up with Dougie Fresh on the show and Lardy Dardy, Slick Rick? Also known as MC Ricky D. Number eight, which Rolling Stones song had its recording in Olympic Studios in Barnes filmed as part of a John Luke Goddard documentary, Sympathy for the Devil? Question nine, Ed Simons from Herne Hill is one half of which electronica duo? That's the Chemical Brothers. And question ten, who is the drummer in Cream? Ginger Baker. Our literature run now, question one.
1: A small garden area on the New Kent Road has the following quote from a Charles Dickens novel, Inlaid Into the Path. A little change and a glimpse of, a glimpse of life out of doors may be useful in helping you to know your own mind. Which novel is it from? It's from David Copperfield. Question two. Which Shakespeare play references a wooden O in its prologue, possibly in reference to the newly opened Globe Theatre where it may have had its debut performance? It's Henry V. Question three, what was the name of the inn that the pilgrims start from in the Canterbury Tales? The Tabard Inn. Question four, which Dulwich-born author had a seven that was secret and a five that was famous? Enid Blyton. Question five, who wrote The Ballad of Peckham Rye? Muriel Spark. Question six, which Sherlock Holmes novel features Pondicherry Lodge Norwood? The Sign of Four. The
0: Sign of the Four.
1: Question seven, what was the name of Mark Perry and Danny Baker's legendary punk zine? Sniffing glue. And you can't have a G on the end of sniffing. It's got to be an apostrophe, otherwise no marks. Question eight, which South London school can boast P.G. Woodhouse and Raymond Chandler as alumni? That's Dulwich College. Question nine, which Catford-born comedian made his debut as a novelist with Stark? Ben Elton. And question ten: Which weekly sci-fi comic had its nerve centre in King's Reach Tower, 2000 AD?
0: Had quite a lot of people put in 2001 AD. There was if there you were, put that, or even 3000 AD, we won't be accepted. There it. was a,
1: a bit of chat in the year 2000 about whether the magazine would change its name to 3000 AD. We'll just three, oh, they were going to go through AD, right. 3000 AD, but they you know it's branding isn't it? It's iconic.
0: Yeah, is a stupid idea. <laughs> they 20th it. Century Fox they didn't change it to 21st <laughs> Century Fox. I think there was talk again, though. Really? Yeah,
1: I think there was. Millennium was a crazy time. It was, Bugs yeah, and, think, you know, yeah, all fall, sorts going on. Cranes up.
0: were going to fall out of the sky. The science round. <laughs> Where is the Michael Faraday Memorial? Oh, there's also a substation. It's at uh, the Elephant and Castle on the roundabout. Question two, which Warworth slash Newington born inventor designed a difference engine which is seen as a precursor to the modern computer? Charles Babbage. Question three, who is the South London born inventor of the World Wide Web? Tim Berners-Lee. Well, except Timble, I reckon, as well. He calls himself that, doesn't he? T-I-M-B-L. Does he? Yeah, big time.
1: Okay. Because there's a a grime rapper called uh, Trim. He used to call himself Trimble.
0: Yeah, unrelated. also the uh, that ultra-unionist leader. Yes, David Trimble, yeah. Uh, which Wimbledon-based computer games company is responsible for the Tomb Raider series of games? IDOS. Who, was it John Reardon who took, ex- no it wasn't, was it? it was the other guy on the team who took exception to... the O'Keefe. Yeah, it took yeah. exception to the, to computer games question being in the science, science round. And what did you say, Steve? I said try playing a computer game about science. Uh, I think,
1: uh, uh, then I followed it up by saying, you know, if you're on a desert island and you wanted to play your PS4, you couldn't do it without science. And you jumped in at that point and said, you know, you'd have to take
0: science as your luxury item. There you go. Put me on desert island discs. (laughs) Which is the tallest hospital in the world? Guys. Which South London museum replaced its iconic walrus with a giraffe last year? The Horniman Museum. Where in South London is the Prime Meridian Got to be the easiest one, Steve, isn't it?
1: Oh, yeah. Always throwing a few easy ones. little tip if you're doing a quiz. Always throwing a few easy ones. What type of
0: creature is the Camberwell Beauty? A butterfly. Where in South London did the world's first cat show take place in 1891? Now, this was a bit of a... Double bluff. Yeah. And a load of people went for Catford. Good. That's what I was hoping. It's actually Dog. (laughs) Doggington. No, is it Crystal Palace? And I, I was surprised at how many people got this. Loads of people got it. I, I,
1: I threw in 1891, and I think that's yeah, significant. Yeah, but I didn't... I
0: mean, I. Uh, I mean, 1851, the Crystal Palace is built, isn't it? But what, did it move to Crystal Palace in 1891 or something? No,
1: but just the fact that what, if you're talking about the 19th century, they, I mean, it just narrows down. Oh, right.
0: Think... It wasn't a specific...
1: No, I just like, you know, it narrows it down as, as a real sort of centre of entertainment. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not going to be the O2. What was the name of the dog who found the Jules Romay Trophy in Norwood when it was stolen? Pickles. Interestingly,
1: a lot of people, one person actually, uh, guessed at Skittles, and I went to work the next day, and Nathaniel Metcalf, um, who I work alongside,
0: asked me for... Oh, don't, we can't put those two things together, can we?
1: No, I don't, yeah, you know, well actually, let me do it again. Yeah, do it again. I went to it the next day, and uh, Nat at work was like, well, so give me an example of some of these questions. And he was like, I wouldn't get any of them, I wouldn't get any of them. And he got, like, the first three that I asked. Him. Yeah. I was like, you know, I was like What's it? "It was the backing band in... Uh, <laughs> you know, David Bowie's backing band when he's uh, Ziggy Silas. He's look at me. So I it's went, Hidden Shh. Machine. So I said, what was the name of uh, the, the dog? And he was like, it's something like Skittles. So Skittles was something that people were... If yeah. you put
0: Skittles, don't give yourself a point. Yeah,
1: just know that you're not alone.
0: So the five South Londoners you heard were... Number one, John Major. Number two, Ian Wright. Number three, Jim Davidson. Number four, Margaret Rutherford. And number five, which nobody got. I don't know if it was maybe the only question that nobody got the answer to. Well, this Lick Rick won in the music round. But it was Robert Pattinson. was definitely a... all your questions. Though. Yeah, but it was a sample from Breaking Bad, Steve. No, it was it a wasn't... sample from Breaking Dawn. <laughs> like one of the biggest films. I mean, they're not like, some of the biggest films of all time. Have you watched it? I haven't, no. Have I watched it? No, but you, this is the thing. You, <laughs> I thought one person at the quiz would have seen it. Like the 14-year-old boy.
1: We're getting a better better class of uh, quizzer than that, isn't it?
0: Well, it was Robert Pattinson, anyway, from Barnes.
1: So our final round. Musical acts who have performed at the Ivy House. Question one. Which bespectacled singer-songwriter had hits with Oliver's Army and watching the Detectives? It's Elvis Costello. Question two, who replaced Eric Clapton in
0: The Yardbirds? It was Jeff Beck. And Eric Clapton replaced Jimmy Page, is that right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so if, you, if you've if you got Jimmy Page, you've got it wrong.
1: Question three, who was a member of The Clash, The Pogues and The Mescaleros?
0: Joe Strummer. Is that accurate, Steve, do you think? Because it's Joe Strummer and The Mescaleros.
1: Yeah, he's definitely uh, among The Mescaleros, isn't he?
0: Yeah, right. So he's clapped himself twice there.
1: <laughs> no, I think um I think I I'm not sure but I think they may have done someone under the name Muscaler yeah. and, and but... then sort of realised why don't we call ourselves Joe
0: ha ha <laughs> Ross and the Supremes, isn't it?
1: Question four, who had a backing band called The Blockheads? That was Ian Jury And question five, which pub rock band were the subjects of a film by Julian Temple called Oil City Confidential, Doctor Feelgood and it's something I didn't point out, it didn't really curse me on that. It occurs me on the way home. But we've shared a stage now with Eric... No, I'm sorry. We've shared a stage with Elvis Costello, Jeff Beck, Joe Strummer, Ian Dury and Dr. Feelgood.
0: Right. It's not bad, is it? It's like the end of one of those tribute concerts and everyone's on there doing Hey Jude. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, you know, for our, our second ever live outing, we're playing at a venue that, you know, Joe Strummer's played at.
0: The winners, South London Bard Got 46 points, so you'll have to beat that if you want to be proper champs.
1: If you top that, let us know. I mean, you can't win everything, there's no way for us to verify your score.
0: No, but you know, we'd like to know. And if you've got any issues with uh, uh, any of our questions, you yeah, know, do let Steve know.
1: I mean, do let us know. I've got a block button on Twitter ready for
0: you. <laughs> block a doodle do. <laughs>